Well, hey, everybody, I hope that you are doing well this week. We are going to be in our second part of our new series through the book of Mark. And last week, we talked through a passage in Mark chapter one. And one of the things that we talked about was, do we communicate the message of Jesus with breathless excitement? Then when the opportunity arises to talk about our faith, do people see the excitement in us? Do they see that that we are so passionate about what Jesus has done in us and through us that we can't contain ourselves and that we want that for them too? And this week, we're going to be in Mark chapter two, and we're going to walk through a story that many of us have heard before if we grew up in the church. Um, But I think that there's a couple things that we can talk about that would challenge us in our culture today. So before we jump into scripture, as always, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you so much. We pray that you teach us something. We pray that you challenge us, that you'd stretch us. You're good, and we love you in your name. Amen. Amen. So Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through 17 says this. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were the Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and the tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And a lot of us have heard this scripture before, but they hit me in a different way, and, and there are a couple of things that I felt personally challenged about, and I wanted to, to maybe challenge you this week as well. And and I want to start by saying this. Tax collectors, and, and many of you may know this, but tax collectors in Jewish culture were completely outcasts. What they were were Jewish citizens who decided they wanted to work for Rome, and they were going to tax the Jewish people. And there were so many shady things going on, and there was a lot of stealing and, and all kinds of stuff that was going on. And so the Jewish people hated the Jewish men that were now tax collectors. They were, they were traitors. And so those Jewish uh, men who were now tax collectors, they weren't allowed in the synagogue. They weren't allowed to bear witness in trial. They, they, were, they were hated. People detested them. And so Jesus steps into this tax collector's life and he says some really significant things. And not only does Jesus speak to Levi, who is this tax collector, he actually goes and eats at his house. And what we'll find later on in scripture is that Levi is renamed Matthew, who ends up being the author of the gospel of Matthew. So Jesus takes this man who is despised, who is hated, and he turns him into an apostle. And I love what Jesus does in in the lives of messy, broken people, because it's really encouraging for us as messy, broken people to know that God can do that. So the first point this week is Jesus's invitation to us is personal. Jesus's invitation to us is personal. Jesus was willing to step right into the lives of people and invite him into relationship with him. He wasn't up on a mountain. He wasn't this savior that was up on a mountain. You had to pass the test. You had to make the trek to him. And then he was, then he would bless you. No, he came to us. Not only did God make himself man and come to earth, but while he was here doing ministry, Jesus stepped into the lives of people and said, Hey, I want you to come along with me. I want to invite you into this. And I think that one of the most simple statements and simple ideas of this story can be one of the most profound as well is that Jesus noticed Levi as he was walking along, as all these people were following him, Jesus noticed Levi in the tax collector's booth and he stops and he says, hey, Levi, I think you should come follow me. I notice you, I see you, I know who you are 
and I want you to come and follow me. And I think for so many of us, no matter where we're at in our walk with Jesus or how long we've been following Jesus, sometimes it feels like maybe God doesn't notice us. Or on the other hand, that when he does notice us, it's only when we're messing up, it's only when we're making mistakes that God's like, yeah, now I see you. But when we're doing okay or or things are steady Eddie, God's not taking notice of of who we are, the accomplishments that we're making, or that we're making steady progress towards who he wants us to be. But what I love about this story is that it, it just highlights the fact that Jesus sees us, that he notices us, that he stops, and that he speaks into our lives, and he says, hey, you, I want you to follow me. In this case, he says, you, messy, broken, tax collector, outcast, I want you to come and follow me. And not only that, I want to come and I want to eat at your house. See, I don't know where you're at in your faith journey, but I want you to know that Jesus doesn't make blanket statements. That that Jesus is so profound and so amazing that he can make these statements that are for all people and yet encompass individual communications to you and I that he is God and that he can communicate these big, broad, amazing things and yet has something specific for you. He has something specific for me and we just need to be willing to listen when he stops and speaks to us. You see, the last thing that Jesus asks us to do, the last thing that he asked Levi to do was, hey, I need you to jump through all these hoops and then come follow me. No, he just says, hey, come follow me right now. Let's go. Let's do this. He didn't have to put it all together. He didn't have to figure it out. He just says, I want you right now, your messy, broken self, to come and follow me. Let's go break bread together. So then, a little bit later in that passage, we find that the religious elite of the time, the Pharisees, they get bent out of shape because Jesus is now eating with not just Levi, the tax collector, but a bunch of tax collectors and a bunch of what the Bible just refers to as sinners. These people that culture, the Jewish culture, had deemed unworthy of talking to a Messiah or unworthy of talking to even a rabbi. And Jesus says, no, I want, I want all these people at a table with me. I want to break bread with them. This wasn't just a statement, but but this was something that, that God was like, hey, I need you to take notice of this people who are following me. The statement that he makes is this, is, hey, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, it's the sick. And it wasn't him just justifying himself. It wasn't him just saying like, hey, the reason that I'm doing this is for their benefit. What he was doing is, hey, listen to me, they need me and you need me. And after I'm gone, I need people like you to go and eat with messy, broken people. I need you to go spend time with messy, broken people. And I think that that is where the challenge lies. I think the question that we have to ask ourselves is, is, who am I giving time to? Who am I giving time to? Maybe right now is a little bit different because we're physically separated and it's hard to spend physical time with people, yet we still have time. We still have effort. Those are resources that we possess. And I think that we have to regularly ask ourselves, who, would it, who is it that I'm delegating those things to? Is it the people who think like me, who act like me, who look like me, who maybe even believe like me? Are those the people I'm giving my time to, that I'm giving my effort to? Or am I willing to step into the lives of other people who don't necessarily look like me or act like me or agree with me or even believe half of the things that I believe? Am I willing to give them my time? Am I willing to give them my effort and my resources and say, hey, I truly believe something that I can help you grow and I think that you can help me grow too. 
One of the statements that we always make at Faith Chapel is we grow better together. And that doesn't mean that we just grow better together, those of us who believe the same things and have the same convictions. It means that we need to put ourselves around people. That at some time, we're going to be the doctor. We're going we're gonna to be the person who steps in and say, hey, I need to prescribe a little bit of Jesus into your life. And then there's other times where we need people to be the doctor for us and say, hey, hey I have something that's going to give you life. I have some advice. I have some correction. I have a challenge to present to you. We are supposed to do this thing in community. So if you don't consider yourself a follower of Jesus, I think that this still holds weight. I think that you still grow better in community. But if you are a follower of Jesus, don't think of that as a suggestion. Hey, it's not it's not the healthy that need a doctor, it's the sick. That's not a suggestion like, hey, you should put yourself around people that need Jesus. That's a command. The command is love people and invest in people, all people. They need Jesus, you need Jesus, we all need Jesus. That, that we would understand that the gospel that the, the salvation that Jesus brings to us isn't just for the put together. It is for the messy, broken sinners. It's for the tax collectors. It's for the sinners. It's for the religious elite that don't get it. It's for you. It's for me. And we always need to be reminded of that. Hey, we love you guys. We cannot wait to meet in person. But until then, please know you can reach out at any point if you need absolutely anything. DM us here on Instagram, Facebook. You can call me personally. We love you and we cannot wait to see you. See ya.